to Hashtag Travel Talks. It's your podcast on the latest digital trends in travel and tourism marketing. And here's your host, Nolly Nicholas. Welcome to a new episode of TravelCast. Today, I have the pleasure to receive Camelia. So welcome, Camelia. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you. So can you present yourself to the audience? Um, yep, my name is Camelia Britton, and I am a lifestyle and travel blogger. My Instagram handle is The Hackerette, and I'm basically The Hackerette on everything on social and on my website. Um, and yeah, I'm basically a full-time content creator and and love traveling around and sharing tips with my audience. Yeah, thank you. So I contact you because you're going to talk about the how to be, would say, influential on Instagram, especially in 2019. So can you tell us what is the current status of influential marketing into the travel industry? I mean, I would definitely say it's up and coming. You know, it's influencer marketing has been around since the beginning of time, maybe not on Instagram, but, you know, back in the day there were newspapers and there was you know, influential people from, you know, whoever, whatever. So it's been going on forever. And it's just now we're in the new digital world of influencer marketing, you know, with everything from products to, from beauty to fashion and travel, of course, is no different. And so brands are realizing that people aren't really reading magazines as much or watching TV as much. A lot of people are on their phones and they're on Instagram. And so, it is definitely changing the world and definitely changing how we, you know, advertise, how we consume content. I think everyone is consuming content on their own terms rather than just sort of scrolling aimlessly with the remote as we were before. And so people are, you know, kind of following the people that they want to follow and, you know, things like that and connecting with them. And so I think it's it's just up and coming and I think it's just going to become probably more than norm as we go because people are kind of, again, doing that on-demand content consumption rather than just kind of being presented what was given as we used to, like on TV. Okay. And just also, I forgot to ask you, is how did you start to, I would say, blog about travel? So I started back in 2016 and I was a nurse for a really long time. And I was just, I started out just as a girl who really loved to travel and enjoyed traveling. And, um, you know, I wasn't rich by any means. I had a decent job. I was a nurse. And so, but I was, you know, a single girl living on a single girl's budget and just wanted to travel a lot and just work, you know, as much as I could and then travel. And so, I discovered, you know, what something is called that's travel hacking, which is basically where you can sign up for credit cards and, you know, get the points and miles and say you meet like a minimum spend on your credit card and they'll give you like 50,000 points or miles that you can use towards, you know, airline tickets or hotels or whatever. And so <clears throat> there's a whole culture, you know, of travel hacking and that's kind of what I discovered because I realized I could basically, you know, kind of game the system and use all these points and miles to travel around the world for pennies on the dollar. And I also, you know, discovered what's called like error fares, like errors, like mistakes. And so with those glitches in the system, I realized I could, you know, get like a a trip from, you know, LA to Amsterdam for $197 through a glitch in the system. So between those two things, I started traveling the world for pennies on the dollar before I ever, you know, started a blog. And so then 
you know, I started a blog and started sharing these tips and my travels and I built a course and that's kind of where it started back in 2016. But prior to 2016, I was just another girl who liked to travel, who was trying to figure out how to do more of it on a budget I could be happy with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially I want to know, especially I think also the audience is how can you say build your personal brand, especially in travel? because it's quite, uh, the place is quite crowded. And uh, where do I start, for example, if I want to have, have to be like you? That is a great question. So the biggest thing about like what you just said is like, how do you want to be like me? So basically it's like, how do you want to be yourself, right? And so there's what, 7 billion people in the world? I mean, and there's literally 1 billion people a month on Instagram. And so, yes, it's saturated. Yes, it's crowded. But I liken it to the same aspect as there are, you know, 100 Italian restaurants, right, you know, in your town, you know, and so they're all successful in their own way because this person likes this one or it's closer to them or whatever. And it's the same with online. You know, someone who is going to connect with me may not necessarily be the same person that connects with you and vice versa. There are so many different, you know, influencers and people in the world. And so being a personal brand is really kind of, you're having to kind of come out of your shell and be really who you are and like being authentic and sharing, you know, what you like, what you dislike, of course, taking great photography, you know, providing great content and tips and people connecting with you as they would like if you were making friends. And I always just say, you know, make friends, not followers. Like, and I treat everybody, you know, like a person and, and things like that. And how, you know, if people comment on my photo, I really make a point to comment back. And a lot of times I'll go and like their photo, even though if I don't, you know, follow them or not, I'll make a point to treat them like a person. And I treat them like friends, you know, as much as possible, even though I'm so busy, but I still do that. And I think that's, um, you know, a lot of part about being about growing and things like that. Um, But yeah, just in defining your niche, you know, is going to be something you could talk about forever and ever, you know, even when it's not fun, because it's just, you get tired of talking about the same thing over and over, you know, even though it's travel, I love travel. Sometimes you just have nothing else to say after like two years, you know what I mean? You've said everything. So, but you know, that's the beauty of it. You, you are, if you're a creative and you love to create content, you have to do this because you love it. Um, you know, everybody wants to be able to post photos and make money on Instagram, but unless you love it, you're just not going to stick with it because it's not always fun and easy. It can be really hard. So yeah, you have to be in it for the long haul. It's definitely a marathon and not a race. (laughs) And by the way, how did you, do you define your niche? So I definitely started out as a travel hacker. Like obviously my name is the hackerette. Like I was total travel hacker and I was doing, you know, how to find error fares. I built an entire course on how to find error fares and, you know, things like that. So I was travel and I was kind of budget travel and travel hacking. And then, you know, as I've grown, that was over two years ago now, as I've grown, I've branched out a bit slowly. Um, You know, now I'm doing a little more lifestyle and maybe some fashion and some beauty. And because at this point, people are following me because they like me or they connect with me somehow or they you know, whatever. So as you grow, you can slowly branch out into other directions. But I would say starting out, you know, with something, you know, picking a niche that you're good at, like, what do your friends come to you for advice on? You know, it's like, how do you, how do you offer value? Like, what do you know a lot about that you can share with people? And that's where I would start and then branch out later as you grow. For example, if I am a 
spaghetti fan, I can do review on restaurants who are doing the best spaghetti in town or in a specific city or Absolutely. <laughs> and no one's doing that. I think this is a perfect, amazing example. The more niche you are, like honestly, the more traction because nobody else will be doing that. Like I don't know anyone doing the spaghettis of New York or something. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you are so passionate about one thing, then yes, you can be successful. Like it can be anything. Like that is the perfect example. There's an account for literally everything. I mean, travel is so broad, you know what I mean? And so um, it's actually the hardest probably to do, but that's what I love. So that's what I am, you know, but yeah, if you like spaghettis of New York or Pennsylvania or whatever, like go for that because nobody yeah. else is doing that, you know, you have all the opportunity the whole entire yeah. thing. It's only you. So, so you find your personal brand and you find your niche. So how did you, or can you would say attract more followers and Potential also partners, <clears throat> partnership. Um, I mean, again, like I said, you build friends, not followers. You know what I mean? Treat everyone like a person, respond back, comment. You know, their name is usually in their profile. Go call them by their first name. Leave a thoughtful comment on their, you know, feed or whatever. So everyone, you know, wants comments on their photos. And so it's like, give back, be present, show up for who's showing up for you, show up back, you know, don't be one-sided. It's, it's social. Like you would not go into a party and, you know, someone walk up to you and say, oh, I love your dress or your outfit or suit or whatever. And you would just walk away and not say anything. And like, that's what a lot of people I see doing. They don't respond to their comments. And I think it's, it's not really that good of a feeling. And so I think, you know, people appreciate that I do respond, you know, and so I think that's, you know, part of attracting people and, you know, just also um, setting up, you know, your bio and everything, you know, basically, what are you going to be providing? Like, you know, my bio is clear, like I'm doing travel, I'm doing lifestyle and I have gratitude on there because I do a lot of like inspirational stuff or kind of like life it's kind of hard to fit everything in one, you know, thing on your bio, but also, um, you know, for potential partnerships, I have my email there, you know, and then, um, kind of where I'll be next. I have my location so that like a lot of local brands will contact me for different things. And so, you know, there's a whole method to the madness and I do also like the private consulting as well. So we can get, we get more into that, you know, with whatever, but it depends on what your goal is. And I always say, start from your goal and we work back from there. Okay. You talk about comments. So what do you think is the right content, especially when you are, let's say, talking about trouble? I mean, the right content is the one that resonates with you, the one that you, that you'd want to see, you know, and you want to share with others. So honestly, you have to do what you love and what you're passionate about. And then also, how can you help? Like you have to think about what is in this for them. If you're just posting, you know, pretty photos, that's great. Like, is it, is that your, your thing? Are you, what are you providing? Are you providing beautiful content? Are you providing travel tips? Um, you know, why are people coming to follow you? So sticking with what, you know, what people follow you and then branching out a bit as well. Um, you know, so, and then also, you know, throwing in a bit of authenticity and personal life as well, because people are going to connect with you more as a person, but always think about, you know, what's in it for them and how you can help. Okay. So also in order to know you a little bit more, I want to know what kind of traveler are you? I'm everything. I'm definitely an experienced type of person. Like I really like to do all of it. I don't really have a niche. Like 
when people say, you know, travel hacking, they think budget travel, but I'm more of a savvy traveler. Like I'm not necessarily a budget traveler. Like I'm not opposed to budget travel at all. But I mean, I will go stay in a hostel in Santa Monica and I will also take a first class flight that I got points and miles to the Maldives and stay in like a, a villa. You know what I mean? So I do everything in between. I like all the experiences. I like the duality of the luxury and the, you know, roughing it or whatever from camping to, you know, the five star. I like experiences. So for that's hard for me to kind of define. And I think, I think not everybody is one thing all the time. I think, and maybe some people mm-hmm. are, but I think the more reality is that sometimes you splurge and sometimes you save. And that's what a lot of people in life are doing. They're not always going five-star luxury or they're not always backpacking. And some are, you know what I mean? But I think the average person has a mix of like something in between. Okay. And um, how do you, I would say, connect with friends? Uh, it's you who are contacting them or it's the, who's them who are, I would say, contacting you while you are, Traveling. For brands, is that what you said? I couldn't understand. For brands, yes. um, a lot of brands contact me. Um, and my email is right there in my bio. So it's very easy for brands to contact me or they'll sometimes send me a DM. Um, I do have a media kit on my website where I have a, you know, a small blurb about like brands that I've worked with, you know, like Google, Facebook, Coca-Cola, Amazon, like, you know, luxury brands that I've worked with also like the Four Seasons and intercontinental and I've gone to the Maldives and worked with them and St. Lucia. So I have a lot of, you know, experience doing this. And so a lot of brands will find me through, you know, other publications or things like that, but they can always, you know, directly contact me through email. Um, I never actually, you know, sought out brand partnerships. I didn't get any brand partnerships because I wasn't looking for them until I had about almost 20,000, you know, followers because I really wasn't looking for them. But I've heard you know, girls that I know that have started working with brands, you know, as little as like with 2000 followers, you know what I mean? I wasn't really looking um, at that. I kind of took a different route. You know, I built a course and I built a blog and I was, you know, doing other things and speaking and, you know, doing different things. And so I really didn't set out to attract brand partnerships. They kind of came to me. So then that's kind of where I've taken it now. And and yeah, they usually contact me. Um, but I know plenty of girls that they do contact the brand. So it really just depends. Yeah. And um, I was wondering, now you talk about the brands, let's talk about money. And uh, how, would say, how are you able to monetize, I would say, your presence or your feed? And how, especially how, how to charge, what to charge also? Um, so basically, you have to start small, right? So you have to start out and work your way up. And, you know, again, I started over two years ago. And you start out working for free and kind of doing things because, number one, you have to learn how to do it. Like, influencer marketing is so much more than posing with a, you know, a product and posting a photo. There's such an art to it. And so you, it's just like, think of, you know, the beginning, like an internship, because there's no like influencer college, like you have to learn this on your own. And you also, no one can really teach you, like people can teach you, but you honestly have to find your own voice and be authentic as well. So it's also, it's like something you just, everyone has to kind of learn on their own because we're in this new age of doing this. And so my advice is always to, um, you know, if a brand reaches out and they offer you a free product, 
first of all, make sure you're passionate about the product. And then if you want to work with them, um, you know, you can use that as your practice to, um, you know, start creating a portfolio of like work that you can create for future paid partnerships and just treat those free partnerships like they're paid and do a really good job and use that as your portfolio of how you can help other brands or more your dream brands in the future and then, you know, kind of pitch them to do some paid work. And so just that's kind of how I started. I started working slowly up. And then a good rule of thumb, and rates are all over the place because there's so much variable, but a rule of thumb that people are using is, you know, one cent per follower. So, you know, if you have 100,000 followers, then that's $1,000 per like a post. But, you know, that's also, it's like, also it goes, you know, with your engagement, your actual content, how much are you a fit with the brand? Like, are you you know, it, it just, there's so many factors. So there's really no way to say an exact amount, but that's kind of a general um, kind of ballpark region, you know, that I would say to start with, but okay. really just work your way up and start charging what you feel, what value that you can offer. And you'll kind of grow on your own slowly. It's like, I always say like, you cannot give birth to an adult. Like you have to grow, you have to be an infant and then a toddler and a teenager. <laughs> yeah. And then You'll, you'll come into it slowly. There's no way you're going to start charging $1,000 right away. You know what I mean? So you're going to know. You're going to be like, okay, I've worked for free X amount of times. I feel like I can charge 50 bucks. You know what I mean? And you can just go from there. I think my first sponsored post was like 50 bucks. You know what I mean? And then now I'm charging well, well over that. So um, it's just, it's a process. You know, you just have to be patient and, and see, you know, how it goes and just offer quality content. And um, yeah, it'll grow. Okay. And um, what are the three golden tips for other people who wants to be like you? Three golden tips? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I would say, um, number one, be, be authentic because people can see right through, you know, inauthenticity these days, especially because it is so saturated, um, first and foremost. And then, of course, I wouldn't even say number two. They're all number ones. But my second one is... Um, I would say work on your content, work on creating beautiful content. And depending on what niche you're in, right? Obviously with travel, you know, you have to create whatever, but I think there's just so many amazing photographers and, you know, amateur, like, you know, iPhone photographers or whatever on Instagram to really gain any traction, you're going to really have to like step up your craft. Um, so, you know, I would up your content, you know, and I would say um, in editing, learn editing. And then I guess also, which goes with both of them, just just be personable and um, just don't ever, you know, don't ever think that you're better than anybody else or that whatever, because this, it just all changes so quickly. Just always be personable and be real, be authentic, you know, do your be photos, humble. do your content. <laughs> yes, stay humble, stay grounded, stay humble. It's an app. It's Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it can be gone tomorrow. So... Just, you know, build other things, build your Instagram, but build other things as well as you go and always be, you know, just stay humble, stay real. <laughs> okay. So now, do you have any good travel tips that you would like to share with us? Oh, gosh, that's, I have a million. Um, can you narrow it down? <laughs> oh, you already talked about one, about, uh, I don't remember the site, but uh, if you have a second one. 
A tips. Okay. Travel tip. I mean, there's a million. It's hard if I'm not narrowing it down. I would say learn travel hacking, learn how to, you know, use the credit cards for the points and miles to start traveling for free or for very cheap. Um, research error fares, which is, you know, I built a whole course on that. There's a whole thing. You can check that out. Uh, it's on my website, hackerette.com. Um, and I would learn the art of rolling your clothes and the art of carrying on and not overpacking. <laughs> Okay. So now I want to know what uh, do you have a favorite destination and why? So I would probably say so I've been to 31 countries so far and like I would have to say the Maldives was my favorite place. Like I went to Bora Bora the year before that and that was definitely my favorite place um before that but then I went to the Maldives in this past year. And that's been so far my favorite place. Plus, I got engaged there, so it was really, uh, really awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was good. It was so, fun. can you tell us what, what will be your next destination? So, yep, I actually leave on Wednesday and I have three uh, travel campaigns this month. So, I'm leaving on Wednesday for. Riviera Maya, Mexico. And then a few days after that, I will be in Miami um, with the Four Seasons. And then I'll be in Nevis in the Caribbean with the Four Seasons as well. So I have three trips in January so far. And then I think in February, I have um, Santa Monica and Vegas possibly. So I'm already booking up for the year. Okay. So, Camilla, thank you for your time. So, how can I, can we reach you on internet? So I am the Hackerette on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. And also I am at hackerette.com, uh, which is my blog. And then, yep, I'm on Twitter as well, but I mostly hang out on Instagram. So go find me there. Okay. So thank you. And uh, I wish you all the best for your trip. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye.